Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. El futuro tiene nada más que la confrontación. Hey, welcome to Unpopular Opinion. I'm your host, Adam Todd Brown. I used to write weekly columns for all sorts of internet places, and I would use those columns to put forth all sorts of crazy opinions. Then, I'd come on this show to defend those opinions. Nah, I don't do any of that shit, I just do this show. Joining me today, he's got a new show on the Food Network called Ginormous Food that premieres in January. Make sure you check that out. He's also my co-producer on the Darkest Hour Comedy Show, which you can see us at this Friday at Westside Comedy Theater in Santa Monica. Ladies and gentlemen, Josh Denny. Also joining me, he's the hype man for the lovely and talented rock band Portugal The Man. He's also a director and producer. Triple threat status. He almost died of the Alabama flu while we were on tour together, and we're so happy he pulled through so he could make it here today. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Black. It's going to be a great show. Hit it, Brett. Aw. There's no Brett. There's no <laughs> Brett anymore. It's fine. We'll be fine without yeah. Brett. Bre- so. Brett. It. Yeah. <laughs> Brett. Brett. Yeah. Brexit. You guys had a Brexit. <laughs> a Brexit. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Welcome to Unpopular Opinion, everybody. Hey. Yeah. Hey. We have guests today. Yeah. You know that because I always do an intro before the show, but then I introduce everyone again because yeah. redundancy is the shit. Kills time. Yeah. Josh Denny's here. Hey, guys. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. This office building looks way different. <laughs> Not as many Asians walking around. Did see one. Far fewer snacks. Yeah, that Far, part, yeah. That that's, part I'm really coping with. Yeah. yeah. That's Although it's probably good for my new diet. I don't need to be walking through a sugar hallway. Yeah. While I'm trying not to eat bread, yeah. La- last time there was macaroni and cheese. Just yeah, I forgot about that. That, that was, was that was amazing. That was really special. Yeah. Adam just makes trucks line up outside <laughs> of the building, so it's like old times. <laughs> that would be. I would. I, I wish I could do that. Did I not start the clock? Holy shit! I don't know. How, how am I even supposed to know we're recording? Chris Black's here. Hey, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. We just got off tour. It was fucking amazing. So much fun. Yeah. The Portugal the Man Tour. Portugal the Man Tour. Just uh You got banned from Mexico. That's pretty badass. I got banned How from do you Mexico. do that? Uh I had a bad passport. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Like Trump. a fake one or like a <laughs> expired? You know, we're in litigation. I can't really talk about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Trump's America. Yeah. Hashtag Trump's America. Yeah. It's going pretty well for me so far, guys. I don't know what the, <laughs> I don't know what everybody's talking about. <laughs> It yeah. seems the same as it did three months ago. 
That seems to be the, the consensus. I love to right. say that, and then people immediately are like, well, that's your white privilege. Yeah. If that's what you don't understand. It's like, I, all right, I just can't. It's like, no, I definitely understand. Yeah, no, I understand. I see other people. I just try not to, I just try not to acknowledge them. Oh, <laughs> uh, Trump. Speaking no, of Trump, our, uh, the, the episode this week is about stories you missed because of the election. Because boy, did that dominate some headlines! Oh, the the election. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it the thing that blew me away was how many people's lives just got completely disrupted. Like, I think I care about the who's president now as much as I did when I was seven. Yeah, because it and I feel like it affects me right. as, again. Maybe just because I'm a white dude, but um, but I just feel like it's so far removed from my day to day. And then there's people in our community, like other comedians, who are just it was like a seven-day live feed of them crying. Yeah. And I'm just like, good God. Like, are you the same people that, like, shut down after Glenn got killed on The Walking Dead? <laughs> like, I like the show, but I was like, it's in the comics, and we expected it. Move on. <laughs> same thing with the president, right? I, I just have never been that. I don't know, man. I just don't. Th- it doesn't. It's never been something I get that passionate about. I mean, well. He's different, though. He's different, yeah. For uh, for me, I'm definitely going back to the plantation. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we can have plantations again? Yeah. Wow. See? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make mine the Skittles one. <laughs> <laughs> but I do a bit about this. I don't want to do my bit like it's Byron Allen. And like, lob my bit up in the air, Adam. But let's be honest. In 2016, right. I don't think you guys would be the first choice. We've got robots. We've got... Other ethnicities that have proven efficiency when it comes to manual labor. Because robots not... definitely show up on time. Yeah. <laughs> they never leave. <laughs> you just never power leave. them yeah. down. Right. Yeah, there's no back talk. <laughs> Their rebellions will be harder to put down. Oh, for, for sure. sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to have water. to put down a robot rebellion that is true. at all. Still lives matter. <laughs> yeah. There's just a robot underground railroad, which is still very much above ground. It's just like that movie. It's Lost. an actual <laughs> railroad. Yeah. <laughs> It's like that movie Lawnmower Man where they're just inside our technology forever. Whatever happened to that guy? Is he still bouncing around inside telephones? How crazy would that be? To be trapped in some 80s technology. Just yeah. sitting at a He's still fucking... in dial-up as soon as cable came. He's just yeah. in a prison of his own creation. Yeah. Oh, got to keep up with technology. <laughs> Poor Jeff Fahey. <laughs> that who that That's... was? That's who that was. Yes. Because <laughs> I saw a picture the other day and I was like, I was like, what the fuck is his name? Is this Yahoo serious? Because it was, it was <laughs> no. like. <laughs> but it was but the same time same, frame. Yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. okay, Jeff Fahey. Man, shout out. R.I.P. Yeah, he was also, <laughs> he was in some really kind of cutting edge sci-fi movies that people always forget about. But they were very much, I think, foretelling of like future technologies that are like they had that movie Lawnmower Man. And he was also in a movie called Body Parts, which was Body one Parts. of the best movies ever. Love Body where Parts. Where he had like a, a horrific car accident and they replaced his arms with like a serial killer's, killer's arms. Yeah. And then he became a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. Like he had haunted arm transplants. <laughs> I just remember the well, that was a great movie. It was like the best scene that I remember is like 
I think it was a woman or somebody was just in a bed with no like limbs, uh-huh. and the, the bed was just bloody. That's all I. Re- I think it was a female. Yeah, and <laughs> they had just been like chopped up. That was like the best scene. Yeah, I don't remember the film at all, but I do remember the theme, and it was pretty <laughs> badass. Yeah. Like you could have serial killer arms. I want Ray J's cock. <laughs> if that, I want that. If we're if we're just doing transplants and you, it's like Highlander where you get all their memories in their life's history. That's yeah. what I'm going. With. Yeah, Ray, yeah. Who else you gonna get? I bet Ray J's had a pretty great life. Oh yeah, yeah. Like people make fun of him, but he he's really winning. Yeah, like, yeah. He was a pioneer in banging Kim Kardashian. Oh yeah, one. he For was sure. the first one through the door like Moneyball. <laughs> <laughs> First one through the door always gets bloody, and then everybody's doing it. <laughs> exactly. They laughed at Billy Bean in the beginning, and now that now everyone's stealing. And now the Oakland A's went to the playoffs <laughs> right. and still lost. I hate that movie. Yeah, it is kind of a terrible ending. I, to you the don't movie. make a movie about a team is, going out in the second round of the but, playoffs. He, <laughs> but the now. good news is, is his daughter left him a, a voicemail song, and that's that oh. makes up for the whole movie. I, I didn't get that Fuck at her the end. Too. Yeah. Was just like, let's have a sentimental family moment. Where he realizes that baseball isn't everything. And it's like, mm. he's still a winner. Dad, yeah, yeah. You're still a winner. You're still a winner, Dad. You're a champion, Actually, Dad. Actually, I think she said, you're such a loser, Dad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure those are the lines. Because he doesn't understand where he's winning, so she's calling him a loser. Still a shitty thing to say to your father after yeah. a second-round knockout. You wouldn't see Belichick's kids doing that because they don't exist. No. His children are football and Super Bowl. <laughs> Fucking Bill Belichick. And and Tom Brady. I wonder if he's actually adopted him. Like, he might as well. Right? Yeah, they might. Yeah. I, Did I, anyone read Belichick's letter to Trump? No, I didn't know he he wrote a letter. <laughs> he to wrote Trump. a letter. This is one of those things we missed while the coverage of the election was going. Yeah, on. I don't know how. I I yeah. I need to pull this up. Supposedly because, they also didn't get that coverage right either because there's a lot of stuff that they I guess got wrong. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like to drive the knife in. <laughs> Yeah, Bill Belichick sent a letter to Donald Trump, and it's written like a fucking 12-year-old wrote it. Belichick does podium much like a Hitler, though, doesn't he? Like, he does kind of stand behind that thing like, I ain't got time for this shit. Yeah, I'm better than everybody. Uh, This is uh, Belichick's, Belichick's letter to Trump. Congratulations on a tremendous campaign. You have dealt with an unbelievable slanted and negative media and have come out beautifully. You've proved to be the ultimate competitor and fighter. Your leadership is amazing. I've always had tremendous respect for you, but the toughness and perseverance you have displayed over the past year is remarkable. Hopefully tomorrow's election results will give the opportunity to make America great again. I almost feel like this is a letter that Bill Belichick started to write to himself (laughs) (laughs) and then just put the election thing at the bottom. It's like, I guess I'll just reuse this one I wrote to me five years ago for Trump. Like how Kurt Cobain's suicide note just doesn't address suicide. Yeah. Scrawled. I have to go back and listen to that episode because I saw you guys did a fight cast on that or something. And you and I were huge Cobain murder conspiracy theorists. Yeah, I very much won that episode. I'm sure you did. Yeah. You won it with me, but before I even watched the documentary. And then I was just like, how is this bitch on the street? <laughs> That's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Courtney Love. Courtney Love, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Chris is going to go, well, I got one idea maybe why she's still walking around on this. <laughs> Could be maybe the this, maybe the thought. Because Left Eye just set a house on fire, and I think they whacked her. Yeah. <laughs> they, had her they definitely cut the brakes. Yeah. They had her killed in Costa Rica <laughs> yeah. for burning down Andre Risen's house. Yes. <laughs> 
Yes, exactly. Oh, you don't man. know that man's power. <laughs> yeah, Andre Risen, <laughs> Bad Moon Risen. <laughs> Wasn't that his nickname? Yeah. Oh man, Matt, what happened to football players? They were way better in the '80s with the gold chains and the oh, flat tops. Yeah. I mean, basketball players too. Yeah, that's why I love Jordan. Like, who cares about his skill? When he came in the league, he wore hella chains. Oh yeah, like yeah. just gold cha- and that shit is so tight. Oh yeah, Mr. Yeah. T, forget about <laughs> it. You can't wear a, a chain of any kind in uh, my neighborhood without somebody calling it a Mr. T starter kit. Yep, <laughs> slick Rick. Yeah, slick. Ah uh, man. Yeah, remember track suits? The I ruler. still, I still have like three of them, <laughs> waiting for it to come back. No, don't don't wait for Just it to come back. Go to Glendale. Just bring it back. Just uh, go to Glendale. <laughs> I guess I am an Uber driver. I could just get the chain Dude. and open it up and drive. I should drive like that from now on. Just <laughs> track suits and like like nice loafers. Did I ever tell you? Because I think this. Ha- I think yeah, it's got to be like six hundred dollar <laughs> yeah. driving loafers, like Ferragamo, like Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. yeah. these are for race car, also Uber. <laughs> did I ever tell you? I think this happened when we were roommates, Adam. But did I ever tell you the time I was driving somebody on Uber and they were like, "Ah, oh, I've never seen a redheaded Armenian before." And I was just like, <laughs> "You know they, you know that's not just an Armenian business, right?" They're like, I've never seen. They were dead serious. They weren't being funny. They were dead serious. But they were being funny. But they did also. They were also funny. That was very funny. Oh, man. So, which story should we talk about first? We have so much to talk about. Well, we're talking about basketball. Let's talk about the Steve Francis one. Jesus, Steve Francis. Uh, Steve Francis was, uh, to give non sports fans some background, he was a former number two pick in the NBA draft, which means he's really fucking good. Uh, he went to three consecutive All-Star games, uh, almost won a dunk contest. Do you remember where he went to school? No. I don't either. I was just curious. Uh, yeah, he f- started with Orlando, right? I think so. And then yeah. he played a bunch of years. He played his best years with Houston. Houston, yeah. And he was really good. Like, they yeah. called him the franchise for a while. Steve Francis, man. And now, goddamn. Mm. Steven Deshaun Francis. He has... Fallen on some rough times. Yeah. He's, uh... He looks like he's approximately 56 years old. Oh, he went to Maryland. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because one of the articles I read said he went to Maryland. He uh, went to a couple JUCOs, and then he finished his senior year in Maryland. And they said he looks like he's evolving into a How turtle. Old is he? He's what, 39? 39. Yeah. Which... And, he, and he had, I mean, he had an 11-year career. But in basketball, that's literally like a one-hit wonder. If you don't play 20 years in basketball, something happened. Yeah, or you're not very a lot of, good. When people play yeah. like that long, it's one day you just look up and you're like, wait, what the fuck happened to Steve Francis? Right, yeah. I think Scottie Pippen is still playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, who uh, the, the slam dunk champion? Uh, fuck. Uh, Vince Carter. Vince Carter's still playing. Wow. Right? Uh, yeah. I, I, think so. I, I think I just read that he's, he's, go- he's about to retire. Yeah, Jawan Howard played till he was like Jawan Howard was like yes, yeah, like so forty nine uh, when he was <laughs> yeah. um, who was the admiral? Is it Tim Duncan or no? Uh, who was David, David, David Robinson. Robinson? That guy played forever too. Yeah, so did Tim Duncan played forever. Yeah, I think Tim Duncan played maybe twenty years. Chris Kobe played twenty years. Crisp fundamentals keep you young. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? It's funny. Like when I look at Steve Francis, uh, he reminds me of uh, if you ever played Street Fighter. 
Yeah. You know, Balrog, the the boxer. Oh yeah. <laughs> but when he but when he gets beaten up, like at the end like the end screen where he's all lumpy. Where that's he spent Steve, fatality. Yeah, it's whatever just, the Street Fighter equivalent yeah, of that that's, is. That, yeah. That's what he looks like. And I'm just like, yo, man, like There's a picture of him at the end of this article. Where I, re- I remember thinking, like, the cockiness of that fucking guy in Street Fighter. There's a green thing with, like, that's clearly not human, and you just show up Baraka. With, your, with your fucking boxing gloves and your, and your tank top. <laughs> like, that's going to yeah. do it. Like, I, those games, anno- the fighting games annoyed me because there'd be, like, a guy with, like, metal arms and then, like, an Asian girl in a sundress. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, this is a fair fight. <laughs> this is probably why we have violence problems now. Because in the 90s, we thought, yeah, if you, you could beat a woman if you have metal arms. They'll probably win two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look at this picture of Steve Oh, Fran- my like, God. That's what I would expect Belle Biv DeVoe to look like right now. Right, yeah. <laughs> because they're age-appropriate. Like, they've been making music since the 70s. That guy is 39 years old, and he looks... Yes, in his 60s. Yeah, no, but the, that left and right picture, like, people don't age that way. That's unreal. That doesn't even look like the same person. That kind of looks like like the transition of, like, 90s Busta Rhymes to Busta Rhymes <laughs> now. Oh, right, yeah. Where you're just like, Jesus, Busta, what happened? Yeah. Also, lay off the roids. Yeah. yeah. Have you heard him on the new Tribe Called Quest album? Of course, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like, Jesus, did well, you swallow razor blades? Yeah. <laughs> it's bad, man. It's really but bad. It's not Steve Francis bad yet. And he's up to all sorts of shenanigans. He got arrested over All-Star Weekend uh, for DUI in Houston. Yeah. That's kind of a thing, though. Yeah, that happens. Like, yeah. if you're a musician, you get, you're involved in a shooting during the BET Awards week. <laughs> and if you're a rapper, it's, if you're it, a basketball player... It happens, you know? Yeah, probably Caitlyn Jenner will get mowed down during the ESPYs <laughs> next year for getting too crunk. Well, she does the mowing from... <laughs> yeah, 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 you put her yeah. behind the wheel. She's, she's an assailant. I have a friend who's convinced... Caitlyn Jenner or Bruce Jenner became Caitlyn Jenner just to avoid going to man prison. <laughs> oh yeah, you told them. me that. <laughs> I, re- I I I don't like she is dead convinced. My conspiracy theory thing is not that crazy. Where mine is just like I almost feel like they're just like go ahead and divorce me, Bruce. You ain't anything without all these beautiful women in their television show. And he's like, I'll show you. (laughs) Become a beautiful woman and get my own show. It's not that hard. And then it got canceled. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out it is that hard. It is that hard. Yeah. Well, it's not hard to get one, but it is hard to keep it on the air. Yeah. That's for sure. Although I will say, boy, was I, I was just like... I mean, it's there's no nice way to say it, but the guy becomes a woman and then immediately gets just destroyed for two seasons by all these other men that became women. And it's just like, we get it. You guys are women and you hate each other. (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ. They're just like, you don't understand what it's like to be a woman like us. And he's like, first of all, none of us are women. (laughs) They're just like, you can't think like that. They're rolling. And he's just like, that's the truth. You know? That's in our, we're following our hearts, but let's <laughs> let's not kid each other here. That's a good Bruce Jenner. Yeah. There are uh back to Steve Francis. There are lots of entertaining videos of him. He uh well, uh to finish what I was saying about him getting pulled over, now he's wanted Florida wants to extradite him on burglary charges because he broke into a 2003 BMW Ooh. which 2003? Like, that's the BMW? You mean he opened the door? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He would break into an 03 BMW. (laughs) 
And he stole $7,000 worth of shit from this BMW. So there was more stuff in the car than the car was worth. <laughs> Absolutely. Right, yeah. Yeah. Good Lord. But before he did it, he went in and asked the bartender if he could borrow a flashlight. Oh, God. Like, you don't... And the car was parked in front of <laughs> hey, the man, restaurant. Hey, man, you got a flashlight I can borrow. Yeah. Also, maybe a Slim Jim. <laughs> <laughs> and some gloves. Yeah. And Do you have right. a brick and a towel I can wrap my hand in? <laughs> so also, that's not your BMW, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to check. Courtesy and whatnot. If so, do you have the keys? <laughs> yeah. That would just, I would, if you have the keys, I don't need the brick or the towel <laughs> or the Slim Jim or the, well, I still need the flashlight probably. But seven grand worth of stuff. Like, wh- like what is this BMW carrying? Is it just like, yeah. like, like bricks of weed? And the, you know, like, <laughs> well, if I was dealing weed in Florida, I probably would have a 2003 BMW. <laughs> just saying. Fly under the radar. You know? Yeah. What did he steal? He, Apparently, after he stole it, he tried to take it back to the police department yeah. the next day and was like, I committed robbery. Here's all the stuff. And, and they, they were like, like, get the fuck out of here. They were like, nah, get out of here. And now they want to arrest him. Finally. They, they probably thought it was some kind of like YouTube. <laughs> like a social experiment. Like a- this guy's trying to get us into one of these memes. I'm not doing it. This guy's trying to get us to shoot him. Guy shows, up. guy shows up. I shot JFK. Oh, what's this, a reality show? Standing his ground. <laughs> But now all of these, uh, because this story has come out, all of these videos are popular again of Steve Francis just being, this is one of him in a nightclub. uh, Is he pouring booze on himself? He's pouring champagne on his head. It's called baptized. He's baptized in Beyonce. Is that really what they call it? Nah. (laughs) I mean, but 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 he's he's listening to Beyonce. And he's pouring champagne on himself. He's like, like white girl wasted. He, <laughs> I, I love how you don't I, sing that part. By the way, if you're a man, no one is around him. Yeah, how is it that no one is standing around him? Okay, well that that one I get. <laughs> now see this, I was impressed. I've until done that I, with nacho cheese before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now he's just pouring. I thought it was booze, but it's just a bottle of water. But he's just pouring it. In his mouth. Does he such know, great heights. Does he know he didn't just win the championship? <laughs> He's celebrating like he earned it. He's still celebrating that championship. Steve Francis, what happened? Remember, it says remembering <laughs> like he's dead. <laughs> oh, what is oh, this video? Today I want to talk about one of my favorite players of all time. Okay, I'm already bored with this. Yeah. But I do like that it said <laughs> remember. I like these guys on YouTube that have their own sports show. Just like it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> but 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 they don't actually talk about sports. It's just like players. Like well, it, remembering like yeah, remembering Steve Francis. You know what I mean? Like he was my favorite basketball player. <laughs> um, that's about it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, really no, no stats. They are really bad. No, no research team at all. But there's still like 15 jump cuts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I remember <laughs> I've, I've, I've been liking him since Maryland, and then he played, and then he plays somewhere else, and then, you know, now he ain't playing no more. And that's really sad. And rest in peace, Steve Francis. <laughs> yeah. Pour a little out for Steve Francis. Yeah. He poured enough out for him and Tupac. <laughs> Jesus. That's why I don't go to the club with any of my friends because ah, I feel like I'm always with that guy who just is just going through all his life's shit. Oh, this, in yeah, one right. set, and you're just like, oh man, I don't want to be around this guy while he's having his transformation. Of course, got to go to the club club with Chris Black, drink yeah. almond milk to the club. Oh man, <laughs> I saw that. You make it rain almond milk? Yeah, oh, I nice. I had a fan bring me almond milk. 
Yes. Because I like I got her in, and I was like, yo, bring me almond milk. <laughs> so she brought it, and I drank it. Was, I it, drank- was it Breeze? <laughs> Young Almond Breeze. That's my name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's where it's at. You got to get the Breeze. You can't go with that. What's that terrible shit? I, um, Soy? You don't do that. Yeah. So I mean, so almond milk. You don't want that. <laughs> you want the almond breeze. You so, want to see the, the one so with the... Almond. You want the one where the milk's pouring onto the almonds, which is probably backwards of the actual process. <laughs> Once when I, uh, uh, when I was living with you, I had been drinking all day. I had been drinking vodka. I like how you... <laughs> first of all... Once is definitely a severe understatement. So once when I was living with you, I had been drinking all day. Oh, okay. There was just the one time. Just that one that narrows it down. Yeah. But yeah, it was called 2015. <laughs> <laughs> but I also had to work that night. I had to write a column. Mm-hmm. And, I think I remember this night. And I got really drunk, and then I was like, all right, I need to start drinking coffee. And I made coffee, and there was no milk, so I used your almond milk, and I immediately threw up. <laughs> and my first nice. thought was... That almond milk made me sick. (laughs) No, you were just really drunk on vodka. And then you followed it. You chased it with almond milk and coffee. You blamed it on the almond milk. (laughs) But then I looked at the... uh, I still don't... I I have ruled out the almond milk. But... (laughs) <laughs> the cup I was using was one of those Starbucks cups, like the reusable oh, ones. Oh, was with this the when you got sick stru- from the cup? Yeah, I, I remember that. I like poked through the ice, and I didn't realize I broke the bottom of the cup. Uh, so this uh, coffee with almond milk that I was drinking had seeped up into the sides of the cup, where like the the, the colored cardboard gel, coloring and oh, shit is. Right, right, yeah. So when I dumped it out after I got sick, there was just this pool of black water <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> And I dumped it out, and it just came back. Oh. I was like, oh. Yeah, dude, you were sick for like two whole days. You were just puking yeah, in the bed. Yeah, it destroyed me. Yeah. And you were just like, I <laughs> poisoned myself milk. with a Starbucks coffee cup. <laughs> and then you were like, I got this new one that's all black. By the way, I should have brought that today because it's still sitting next I to the I missed that cup. Yeah, I forgot about uh, that. The, you were like, I got this all black one that's gel-free, so I can't murder myself <laughs> with <laughs> coffee. <laughs> I like how you had to buy a special cup so that you don't. Die. Yeah. Right. So like, oh, I, I sometimes eat part of the cups, so I need one that's got it's prepared for that. I just picture you going in asking for gel-free cups <laughs> at Starbucks. Y'all got that uh, toxic-free cup? <laughs> what do you got? A kid drinking this coffee? Yeah, let's say, so to speak. It's for my uh, it's for my uh, cousin that lives in the attic. You you know what I mean? <laughs> he can't have stuff with toxins in it. Is what it is. Oh. Steve Francis, rest in peace. Remember that? Yeah, there was always, like, that's not a thing anymore. What? Remember there was always, like, that friend's family or whatever? They all had that somebody who lived in the attic. Yo, yeah. You at least knew one. They don't have that anymore. You know where those people are? Working the overnight shift at Walgreens. Yeah. They're not in the attics. Is it because we got rid of attics? That could be. God damn it. No one has attics anymore. Yeah. Especially not, not in California. Yeah, I just I I've missed those days. I missed when there was a surprise family member that would yeah. come down from the attic and just like, who the fuck is this? This guy? is Uncle Rico. The... Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. It's just, or it's just like, I don't feel. And safe he just anymore. comes down to thanks. <laughs> and he just comes down to Thanksgiving with his beard and his theories. And he's just sitting there like you're just all having a good time. Like, oh, how's the college going? You know, college is something the Jews came up with. It's just like God just goes off left field. Just like this is the best Thanksgiving ever. Right. They don't have those anymore. No, those guys don't exist. They'll be back now. That I Trump's ho- president. I hope yeah. so. Oh yeah, they're they're coming back. I hope so. But just like I often just looked at the other family members, like you guys make him stay up there until <laughs> it's dinner time. 
the and fuck is just, that? They're just like, yeah, we don't know what else to do. Yeah, they're just like, yeah, that's that's Philip. He always had a weird <laughs> biblical name. That's and then Judah. you get to know him better and you find out. <laughs> Judah. <laughs> it's actually, Judah Friedlander looks like one of those attic people. <laughs> he does. <laughs> just wearing button snap jackets <laughs> with like shit written on the back that says like, Uncle Moe's tow truck, sir. <laughs> Why the fuck were you making those jackets with your tow truck service in the 80s? Yeah, those were the shit back then. Yeah, they had like the shiny, you know what I'm talking about? They, they were like a shiny with the, with the varsity. Zach Carruthers the wears them exclusively. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. God, yeah. Where do you even, who's still making those for their business? You should make unpopular opinion ones. Oh, that's a great. I want to unpop starter jackets. Dude, yeah. Yeah, that would be. I would rock a, a starter, starter jacket. jacket? Yeah. With the, with the center flap? The pullover kind? No, the satin kind. Yeah. Oh, this, like yeah. in the 80s? Oh, yeah, the, okay. You're oh, going way back. Oh, man. That would be amazing. Starter jacket. I had the 90s pullovers with, you, the, with the triangle cut with the pocket flap that had the logo on it. You got to do the, right. like the, the, the Raiders like startup like where it was just like the hat would sit. On the head, but it was like, I don't know. It was like a thing. It was like a whole outfit. Like it was a gang. It was gang shit. Yeah, yeah. let's start a gang. Yeah, <laughs> we're in L.A. Let's start a gang. I'm Pop's gang. Yeah, we're a gang. Yeah, it's, we're in L.A. I'm close to South Central. Yeah, yeah you're, you're. It's a short commute, if nothing else. <laughs> I can take the metro there. It'll be a short commute if you think you're starting <laughs> up a gang. It'll be a one way trip. Yeah, uh, I don't think you can just start new gangs. Yeah, you can. Can you? When I was when I was a kid, I I had this like joke that I'd tell friends that like I'd come up with a business and it was basically like if you started a new gang, uh, like you come to me and I would uh, be your gang sign consultant. Oh, <laughs> so if you're like, oh, like we're the the I don't know the Eagles or whatever, and then you, you would, would be like, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you would just show like, them how to make a yeah. gang sign. Yeah. You'd play That's the solo great. from Hotel California. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> Colors, everything. We I don't play. think people are going to wait for 15 minutes for us <laughs> to do this sign. Well, there's seven of you. It's fine. For whatever reason, audiences eat it up. I, I remember being a kid. I remember being a kid and learning how to promenade. I remember being a kid and learning how to play guitar and then look at like the Eagles did something on VH1 where it was like them acoustic. And I was just like, you guys have seven guitar players. No wonder. Yeah, I could yeah. do anything with six oh, other yeah. guitar players. Yeah. Guess what I would do? Not play. Not play. Yeah. <laughs> I would just be like, look at these guys. Yeah. These guys are, these yeah. guys are killing it. <laughs> yeah, it's just like good. And they all took turns singing verses. I was just like, anybody can have a band with nineteen people in it. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I've never been yeah. a fan of the Eagles because of that one performance. One of the prizes for the Kickstarter that we did to build the studio. Well, we gave everyone who donated handwritten thank you notes. I saw yeah. that was nice. Yeah, they were which. Great. Uh, Boy, was that a nightmare, because <laughs> you actually have to write those by hand, oh, yeah, yeah. and that takes a while. So I watched this documentary about the Eagles on Netflix <laughs> the whole time, and it's like a four-hour documentary. So I'd say a good 20% of my cards are either references to the Eagles or references specifically to that documentary. <laughs> like I sent someone a card that just said, I have... 125 to 150 observations about this documentary about the Eagles I'm watching. Can I call you? And then I just signed the card and sent it off. That's I, nice. I think that's actually a genius thing. You just put something on and yeah, free. You have to write messages. Just be inspired by whatever's on. Yeah, it worked out great. I shit talk Don Henley a lot. 
Because fuck that guy. I used to think that the Henley was his invention when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I was like, Henley, oh, that Eagles guy made these. It's <laughs> like, who, how would, one, how would another person have such a ridiculous name? <laughs> Don Henley's Henley's. <laughs> he should open a Henley store, though, or make a line of Henley's. But yeah, Henley's Henley's. Henley's Henley's. If Corey Feldman can have a band, Don Henley can have Henley. Corey Feldman doesn't have a band. That's true. I feel like he Craigslists musicians to appear on morning shows with him every four years so he can embarrass the shit. I feel like Chris is going to tell me he knows Corey no. Feldman. Oh, okay. <laughs> but He's unpop- like, I did produce the album, though. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. That song is low-key fire. <laughs> what? Lo- like, super low-key. Like, <laughs> very low-key. But it's I like, mean, underground. It's like... It is catchy as fuck. What's the name of the song? We're going to listen to it right um, now. I, uh, this is also go, something. Uh, go for it, I think. Is what <laughs> yeah, this is also something people. I also I like, I like how to key, I like how to key it into your brain. You had to f- wail about like a corny white guy to channel it in your memory. Oh, yeah, that's the fire song. That's the one I forgot about. This is one of and, those things that people probably missed if they and, were twerked about the election because this was <laughs> happening. I did not miss this. I this, saw both. This is not a troll. Like I, this like I, no. This is a it, call for help. It's not <laughs> obviously. It's this not is the best what song. this is what you do before rehab happens. <laughs> Featuring Snoop Dogg. There you go. What? There you go. I mean, is if, this if, the album cut? If Snoop is on it, then I mean. I think I know what I'm talking about. I just didn't like that he thought he was allowed to dress like Assassin's Creed on the morning show. <laughs> right. He's such a fucking weirdo. What are these dance? And then it's ballet. And then some Cirque du Soleil stuff. I didn't know there was a video. This is... Low-key fire. <laughs> Oh no! I should have played this in the DJ set. <laughs> On tour. <laughs> Is that what his voice really sounds like? <laughs> Pretty bad. <laughs> oh, Chris! I don't know if I can co-sign this. I mean, like, and this is, I wouldn't, like, play this daily. You watch this on mute, and that's why it's fire, right? (laughs) I actually haven't heard the song. (laughs) I feel like like this band is what happens when you encourage your whores too much. (laughs) Like, you're just laying in bed with different prostitutes every night. Like, no, you got to follow your dreams. Like, stop this. And then they're like, well, I've always wanted to play bass in, like, a dubstep type. <laughs> and then he's like, I can make that happen for you. And then this happens. Well, I'm glad to know you were doing this when you could have done Lost Boys 2, you piece of shit. <laughs> you killed your friend by not doing that movie. Okay. I was going to try and hang, hold out till Snoop showed up. This makes Rebecca Black look Emmy-worthy. They don't give Emmys for music. Uh, the other one, then. <laughs> Grammy? Grammy. Well, I did say Emmy, didn't I? Wow. <laughs> I am foggy. It's a lack of carbs. Oh. This makes me never want to go for it. <laughs> yeah, that song kind of makes me want to give up. I, one one I, of these girls, by the way, is a comic. 
Really? Yeah, and she like auditioned to be in his band and like got it. And she's like, I played bass in high school and I'm a comedian now, but I, this is my new gig. And it's like, Ooh, no, it's not. <laughs> it's your last gig, too. I, I hope this is uh, Donald Trump has Corey Feldman at the inauguration. I could see Tr- Feldman being a Trump supporter. I'm just saying. like that. I, I do like the thing, though, where the dude completely is just upsetting politics entirely. You know, one of the interesting things, and, and I this is the weird thing. I, I told people this when he was doing the first debate where I said the, the thing about Trump is that because he's not an establishment politician, it's like watching a Special Olympics guy break into the real Olympics. You know what I mean? You're just like, come on, man, do it. Yeah. Do it. Do something. And of course, if I wanted that Special Olympics athlete to die on the track. I mean, (laughs) but my point is, is uh, like I, I just find myself looking for the like, well, what's he doing that's good? And one of the things that's crazy is the guy's going to have more women in his cabinet than any other president because he goes for it. Yeah. But I mean, like like, Corey Feldman. So, like, you know, there's. I you know I, this is the thing I don't think the guy's gonna do a day's work in the next four years I don't think there's anything to worry about if you're white yeah I mean he's gonna deport millions of fucking Mexicans I don't but, think that's ever gonna happen Congress is never gonna let that go Congress oh. doesn't have to let it go it's a law that's on the books he just has to tell law enforcement authorities to go out and do it yeah who are mostly people of color. It doesn't matter. In Boston. You'll get them all in Boston. <laughs> it's all white Irish cops. They'll get we got both of the Mexicans. You what are we, are we on break now? What do we do? They're in a boat out to sea. <laughs> that is not how you get to Mexico. Yeah. All right. Who should we talk about next? Let's do the Connor McGregor Floyd Mayweather one. Yeah, that's interesting. They uh I don't know. First of all, I don't know how you dislike a guy like Connor McGregor, but I want to hear it. Oh, for the same reason, uh, because he came out immediately after the election and was like, I don't see anything changing. It's like, motherfucker, oh, one. Oh, Conor McGregor said Yeah, that. it's like, one, stay well, in he, Ireland. Yeah, he's Ireland. an Irish citizen. Yeah. It, nothing yeah. changes for him. It's yeah. just a fact. And anything's better than Ireland. You don't have <laughs> two factions of warring white people firing <laughs> machine guns at each other here, right. at least. Well, that doesn't happen anymore so much. Yeah, not so much. Northern Ireland, maybe, but yeah. he's in the countryside. But, yeah, beyond that, I'm sure he's great. Yeah. But I don't think he should fight Floyd Mayweather. Well, I think it's a dumb thing. First of all, it's a dumb thing altogether because, A, boxing matches aren't three five-minute rounds. Like, right. yeah. I'm a huge UFC fan, and that I've seen that dude gas out after one round of MMA. So you think you're going to go 15 or whatever with Floyd. It ain't going to happen. Right. <clears throat> the other thing is, like, Connor fights with four ounce gloves in the UFC. What do they fight with in boxing? Sixteen ounce gloves? They're heavy ass. Yeah, gloves. they're way yeah. bigger. So you can't knock somebody out. So even with the power that he has in cage fighting, he's right. never going to knock Floyd Mayweather out. And Floyd Mayweather doesn't fight to win; he fights to not lose. So it's going to be a yeah. boring ass suck of everybody's money, and that's yeah. probably why it's never going to happen. Plus, there's like no technical. <clears throat> I mean, I guess there's some kind of technical skill in like UFC. Boxing, yeah, but it's nowhere near the same level of precision. Right, that's what I mean. Like he can't box to Floyd Mayweather's level of boxing, and his only hope would be to go in and knock him out. And and with the sixteen ounce gloves, it's never going to happen. Or twelve ounce, whatever that. I don't know what they are. Actual boxers don't knock Floyd Mayweather out. Yeah, they don't. They don't get close enough. Yeah, and the dude's conditioning is just ridiculous. So it's it's one of those things. Like it's sort of like 
back in the day where you just would pick the best baseball player and the best basketball player, and you'd be like, who who do you think is the better athlete? And we're like, we'll never fucking know because yeah. they're completely different things. Like, I, like I'd rather see Conor McGregor and Steve Francis in a fight. <laughs> Steve I, Francis, I, I, think, I think. I mean, that's that's more realistic. Yeah, right? it is. Like, just get Steve Francis all doped up. Also, <laughs> like pouring the champagne <laughs> on the way to the ring, not even feeling the punches. <laughs> also, though, isn't Floyd Mayweather like twenty years older than him? Like that. This is the thing that just Wait, has Floyd. What thirty nine? Oh, I yeah. thought Floyd was in his forties. Or maybe yeah, he might be. I think he's like forty two or forty three. Yeah. I could be wrong. I don't know. <clears throat> I think he's older. Uh, I could be thinking of um, the other guy that was really big at the same time that Floyd came out. I always get the two confused when it comes to their records and their fights. Oh, he is thirty. Thirty nine, year younger than me. Nope. Um, yeah, there's a there was another fighter, God, that came out. It was like huge at the same time as Floyd when Floyd first came out. And he was a similar type fighter, and he's still fighting his weight. He's a little older, though. He's in his 40s, I think. Oh, um, I know who you're thinking of. Yeah. Roy Jones? Yes, Roy Jones. That's yeah, the exact... Because yeah. they, they were both loud mouth like, shit talkers. Yeah, Roy Jones is still fighting. Roy Jones it's, is still fighting. And, yeah, Roy and Jones he's also Jr. a rapper, too. Is he? Thank God. Yeah. Well, you got to have that retirement plan. <laughs> you got to have something to fall back I on. I like when people think that, like, they're, when, they're reti- like, when they're done, that those things are just open to them. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll come out. I'm going to try rapping now. Yeah. Comedy and rapping are the two things that when anyone leaves their entertainment field, they're like, I can do that. Yeah. Nobody leaves. It's like, no, you can't. Yeah. I'm funny. I can put words together. Yeah. Who, there, there's got, there was one recently where somebody. Michael Vick went on a theater comedy tour. Michael Vick was doing theaters. Are you serious? Yeah. Yeah. The Michael Vick comedy tour. Wow. <laughs> that was a real thing. He was doing crowds. He I'll just probably goes up and never goes, do. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I've done them. I've done those crowds. He just goes out and he goes, "Where are my dogs at?" And then drops the mic. Yeah. Ah, ah. It's all at animal shelters. Yeah. I don't. Man. I don't know. It's just like I. I. It does. It is cringy to think that what we what we idolize doing, and what we think so highly of, people have that as their fallback career. Yeah. It's like. Uh, well, I, I guess it. I can always do comedy. Yeah, so that Fuck means you. like when you guys retire from comedy, we'll be NBA players. Yeah, yeah. Or, or a boxer. Well, the reality is, is Adam and I are Same. both built like most MLB players right now. <laughs> Baseball stopped being an athletic sport about twenty five years ago. Oh yeah, it's never been. Yeah. I mean, I, you could put bowlers next to baseball players, and I dare you to pick them apart. <laughs> well, the only way you'll know which ones play baseball is because they'll have uh, Haitian names, right. <laughs> Dominican. Dominican names. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know the bowl. Yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah, they you're baseball? a baseball player. Yeah. The baseball. Yeah. There was an interview with John Cruck. Uh, it was in the dugout in the '80s, and uh, he was smoking a cigarette in in the, in the interview. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. the interview and in the dugout during the game. And the reporter comes up to him, uh, also in the dugout, and goes, "Well, do you think you should be, you know, smoking during the game?" And he goes, "Why not?" <laughs> and she goes, well, you know, you're an athlete. He goes, I'm not an athlete. I'm a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, so that Genius. just that proves my point. Yeah. Even they know they're not athletes, yeah. which really has to suck for the guy who's from, like, a grass hut in the Dominican Republic right. who's like, this is my way out, and then your teammate next to you is Adam and me. Yeah. And we're just, like, smoking cigarettes. Like, this ain't a real thing, man. Fucking calm, <laughs> calm down. Stop running so much. <laughs> Making us look bad. Yeah, dude. Like, we'll hit the balls, and we'll win this thing one nothing. We'll spend our six and a half hours here, and we'll go home and have hot dogs. Yeah. Fucking Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. 
Yeah. I I like also, it's so interesting to me how the domestic violence thing just sort of seems to go away for certain athletes and then it never goes away for others. Didn't he straight tune up like six women and he's he's just nobody's. Oh, Floyd, we can't wait to see him fight Conor McGregor. Yeah. Ronda Rousey was like, I'll fucking punch Floyd Mayweather right in his face. And that never that fight never. I'd rather see Ronda fight Floyd than Conor, because at least that that's a spectacle. That's a woman fighting a man. Intersport, yeah. and I bet she she's got better technical boxing ability than Conor McGregor does. Yeah, at least she's not going to get kicked in the neck in the boxing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that is true. That seems to be her Achilles. Her yeah, Achilles neck. neck. Yeah, is her neck. Yeah, I hope she comes back and fights smarter when she fights here in December. But yeah, that was a that was a that should go down in the annals of history <laughs> as like how not to coach someone up to fight. Hey, you know everything they're good at. Go play into it. I want yeah. you to run at her with your face out right in the distance that it requires her to be to kick you in it. Yeah. It does seem like UFC is turning into another of those things, though, that people are like, well, I'm done with this. I guess I'll go try that. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Greg Hardy's going to be an MMA fighter now. Yeah. Thank God. He should fight Ronda Rousey. Yeah, she would kill him. See, like I always wonder, what's, what's the next thing after MMA? Death. Because I, I remember when, when it came out, it was like a big well, and it's changed too because it was no holds barred, no weight classes. Right. I mean, the only thing you couldn't do was eye gouge and dick bite. Should we just in go the back 90s. to just bum fights? I yeah. Mean, did those ever leave? Uh, I don't. I think we're in downtown LA. We when you said that right now, well, that's, I'll, that's, I'll tell that's you this: true. I have a prediction with that. When people go, "What's next after MMA?" I think it's women's MMA. I think the biggest sport in this country in twenty years will be women's fighting. Because it's just got, yeah, it's just babes. got, it's just yeah. got everything that the lowest, it's like, I want to see two, it's sort of like the Fight Club thing when he beats the shit out of Jared Leto, except there's two Jared Leto's. Yeah. And they, and they just get to both destroy something beautiful. And I don't know what it is, but there's something about watching just a badass chick fight another badass chick that I'm just like, I'll watch this all night. Oiled yeah. up. But yeah, they're not oiled up, but. It's like a ladies' man. Are you sure you don't want the oil? It's a bitch without the oil. <laughs> Do you remember that? No. no you don't remember that at all? I, I remember ladies' man. Will Farrell played the husband of the woman that was trying to meet Leon Phelps, and he was he was always trying to wrestle people. And at the end of the movie, like he's trying to wrestle Leon Phelps because he slept with his wife, and he's like, well, Lance, you're clearly gay, so I think that's all they have to say about that. <laughs> but he's trying to, he's like, I will fight you in the art of Greco-Roman wrestling. <laughs> and, he, and he's trying to oil me. You're you trying to oil me up, and that's not cool. They should get oiled up in the WNBA. See? That would bring such a new element to the game. Everyone's falling, getting concussions, Why but also the... glistening. Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's kind of like the the Harlem Globetrotters, but yeah, like, but sexy, but sexy. Yeah. Why? Why <laughs> does the WNBA not do as well? Is it because of the lack of no dunks, dunks, son? No dunks. No dunks. Yeah, no just, dunks. I was just gonna say no dunks. Well, why yeah. don't we HGH those girls out and get them dunking? Well, some of them can dunk. Like Brittany Griner can dunk. Yeah. I want to see seven foot tall bitches that can dunk. Brittany Griner does it all. She dunks. She beats the shit out of her girlfriend. She might as oh, well yeah, be in the right, NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She covers all those bases. Yeah, how long before we remove the gender barriers of sports? Because they were talking about that like 
20 years ago, I remember there was a, a female goalie in the NHL, and they were like, well, it's goalie, so she doesn't really get hit as much. So that works. And then she was in it for like two preseason games and then never again. Right. Like, like I want to see a, like a woman in the NFL. Yeah, like a like woman quarterback. Not, but, but yeah, quarterback, not yeah. a kicker. Yeah, yeah. When I was in Like Unnecessary Roughness with Kathy Ireland. I uh, love it. It's a great movie. <laughs> when, and when I was in high school, we had a, I played football. Our kicker was a girl. Oh, and, yeah. And she was my best friend, and I like was in love with her for four years. And what happened? Killed her? Or? No, she turned out to be a lesbian. Oh. <laughs> Go figure. The foot, the, the huckum chuckum. But, but she's, she's Field now, goal kicking. She's now recovered. She's, oh, she recovered she, from she, her lesbianism? Yeah. Oh, she's reformed. <laughs> yeah. oh, God. Boy, this is turning yeah. into the Milo Yiannopoulos show real quick. <laughs> oh, she learned the errors of her ways being gay and whatnot. And just, you know, came around to where God wanted her. She went through conversion therapy. Yeah. She was converted. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fucking WNBA, <laughs> man. It's right down the street from me. I live right by the Staples Center. I could be getting all of the LA, what are they, the fucking Lynx or something like that? Uh, Sparks. LA Sparks. Because yeah. that's what, that's a good combination with the Lakers. Yeah. Sparks. Just, yeah, those are two things that make sense. <laughs> yeah, Sparks <laughs> and water. Those two things go great together. <laughs> Yeah, it's right down the street, and I'm sure tickets are like four fifty. Actually, they I'm pretty sure that they it's like going to a taping of Let's Make a Deal. They pay you to right. sit in the stand right. so that the cameras don't have to pan away every five seconds. Yeah. It's so, it's so crazy. But that you know what it is, man? I see things like that, and I just go, those stands should be filled with women. Y'all need to support each other, and you won't because it's boring for you, too. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes gender equality or like you're not. No one's gonna sit through anything boring or shitty for the cause, no matter what right. the cause is. No, absolutely not. All right, should we talk about Prince? Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. Man. This is a thing I hate whenever a musician dies and they have new music out or unreleased music. It always comes out, but it comes out in like drips and drabs. And Prince has like 5,000 songs unreleased. He had a literal bank vault that they had to drill into to get his unreleased songs. And now after all these months, they're putting out one. One new song on a two-disc greatest hits collection. He's got a two-disc greatest hits collection that came out maybe 10 years ago. Like, we don't fucking need this, but... This is how it's yeah. going to happen now. We're all going to get raped. Yeah, and you're just going to get one track every 10 years? Yeah, pretty much. Should, on, on the next greatest hits. On yeah. the next greatest yeah. hits. How are you going to keep making greatest hits now that you're done? <laughs> how about you just release like a di like a, a anthology? Is that what they call them when they were like 10 records? Yeah. Yeah, why so, don't you just do the unreleased Prince? Yeah, that would be amazing if he would just put out like a 10-disc box get, set. Get on it, Anonymous. <laughs> yeah. Hack these shits and get them out. This is a pretty cool song, though. This would have come out what in... What is this? It's called Moonbeam Levels. Or what year? 89. Oh, he made this in 89? This yeah. never came out. Ooh. Yeah. I was going to say, this sounds Ooh. like old Prince. Yeah, this yeah. is old Prince. Yeah, he recorded this around the time of, like, Sign of the Times and all that shit. Here's an interesting question. Do you think there's a song out there that wasn't already written by Prince? The guy's made so much music. I have to feel like he's covered every mathematical possible yeah, piece probably. of music that could ever be written in Pr terms of melody. Prince has invented music. That's what's in the vaults. Yeah. yeah. It's like 
like future music. This time machine where yeah. he was oh, Beethoven. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this song is really fucking great. So that, and that's what, like, I'm excited to hear more of this stuff. And I hate that they just put out one song. And, and this is the thing is, like, this is going to make people bootleg it more. Yeah. Like, if you, if you put out this with, like, other unreleased stuff, people will buy it. Right. People, people, I'm just going to torrent this. And yeah, I bought, I bought just this single exactly. from Amazon for a dollar. Yeah. Is, is it me or is just, like, where is this music today? Yeah. There's just, like, everything now is shit. It's all shit. D'Angelo. D'Angelo's the closest we got to Prince. Yeah. But he makes a new album every 12 to 15 years. Yeah. Yeah, so I was going to say, when was the last D'Angelo album? Like, last year. Oh, but really? it was the first one since 98. Oh, I God. Guess. Yeah. Yeah, like, I feel like if D'Angelo put out music frequently but yeah this is such a great fucking song right it's so good it feels strange listening to it without being in the company of a lady though yeah i suppose like i never thought you could listen to prince for enjoyment as a kid i always thought it was just fuck music like sade (laughs) (laughs) i'll listen to some sade for enjoyment sade though i I never really classified Sade as fuck music. No? That's I, like I, adult just, fuck music. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what yeah. I fuck, adults. <laughs> Let's just make Gross. sure. Let's make sure everybody knows that. That's exactly. Disgusting. Yes. And now the Prince Estate is going to sue us for playing this on the podcast. Probably. Can't wait. Because some people would just rather have this version with us talking over it. <laughs> Yeah, I have a rule, man. Wait, I if think you we can't, just made it better. If you can't play it with live instruments, it's not music. Yeah. And Prince probably played every instrument on this. Every oh, instrument. Oh. Yeah, Prince was that Yeah, guy. he was the first Trent Reznor when you really think about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like, he would just go, at, even on his first album, he played 27 instruments on his first album. Granted, like, 15 of them were variations of different synthesizers. Right. But still... I can't play one synthesizer. That's like Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye wasn't as proficient as Prince, but like Marvin Gaye would play drums. He would play the drums, drag yeah. them, and then go and like have people like you know come in and play the strings. That's where I get into trouble all the time with Beyonce being the gram. Like twenty-eight writers on one song, you're not. You're a great performer. I know. I see Chris r- r- just getting. What's well, because of samples a lot of times. Yeah, too. but it's just like, no, it's not. I mean, I've met people that have written for Beyonce on her last album, and it's just like, it's hard for me to get psyched about somebody who. Yo, watch your mouth. I mean, I, I, <laughs> listen. I know. I know she's the queen watch in your, your mouth, in your tribe. But I don't think. I don't think she's great. Oh. Bay Hive. I would, t- get you. I would take Rihanna over Beyonce any day. Get of the, the week. fuck out oh, of here. Totally oh. take it. And you want to talk about writers on songs? I mean, I'm talking about in terms of vocal ability, I would take Rihanna over Beyonce. What? Yo, you wild. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> wild. And we all know my girl Tay Tay writes more of her own music, so. Are you talking about <laughs> I'm Taylor totally, Swift? I'm, yeah. totally being, I'm totally being facetious. Oh, right my now. God. 
but it, but that's Taylor the thing Swift. of like you know I, it's hard for me to uh, it's hard for me to get excited about somebody who's sort of like a creation like people shit on boy bands for that twenty years ago and then now we're just like but she's the best at it but Beyonce does actually write like a lot of her lyrics uh, we don't know how much but I mean does it matter though because there's yeah also, to me it matters there's also something to be said for having good instincts on what songs to pick. Like she also like she puts her albums together and like she picks the songs like there's something to be said for having good instincts in that way, even if you're not writing every bit of the song, like just knowing what songs to go with. Yeah, I think she's good at curating concepts, but I just don't feel like just the the, it's listenable. Like, I don't feel like a lot of her stuff to me is (sighs) like it's like an epic album. But to me, it's sort of like. There's just not there's not the catchiness to it. There's not the uh, man. What have you been listening to? I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm just, it's just not my. I went into a whole thing on my podcast with somebody about this, and I was just like, I'm not. I I've never been on the Beyonce train. I just never have. I think she's a great performer. I think she's great to watch. I think the the stuff that she does in her live shows is incredible. But song wise, it doesn't. But 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 the fact that you. Rihanna, I mean, like, Rihanna's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but you, Rihanna over Beyonce. Really? Yeah, what? yeah. Just because I've seen Rihanna in front of a live band and it's great, I've never seen Beyonce do that. You've never seen Beyonce in front of a band? No. She's like she had. She's always got. Yeah, I've she, never seen her in front of it. Like in a small club venue, <laughs> four piece. I'm serious. Like four piece band. Like yeah. Anybody can no... sound good with a fucking symphony behind them. Like Justin Timberlake. I'm talking about. You got six people and you're in a fucking she club. had uh, on the uh, the I am Sasha Fierce tour. She had an all female band and it was just like five of them. Yeah, I don't know. I just I if you were like, name me the, the most fire Beyonce song ever. I'd be like, I couldn't I couldn't tell. I couldn't pick one. Uh, mm. I like Ring the Alarm a lot. Uh, Ring the Alarm. She, uh, she party. Uh, I think it's called I think it's just called party. That one's really Cause we like to party. I don't know that. Oh, that it's just such a feel good. Like, I love Beyonce. I've never seen her in concert. That's one of my failings in life. I've seen Rihanna in concert. Yeah. Let me tell you this. This Because that's easier. Because she's a lesser artist. er, er, Early on in Rihanna's career, cheaper to see for sure. She, but she was a part of Kanye's tour. Mm -hmm. So uh, you know, it was like Kanye. Yeah. Remember when he was good. Oof. You, I'm sorry. You like new Kanye more than old Kanye. Well, I don't like Trump supporting Kanye. But okay. music, forget about that. I don't care about that. I'm talking about musically. There's absolutely no way that you could tell me new Kanye is. Better I didn't than think old the, Kanye. the Pablo album was that great. But yeah, there's there's some songs. Pablo was terrible. What's the one before that? Jesus, that was. Don't start with me. Oh man, fucking terrible. We'll be. You're here. telling me. You're we'll telling, be here all day. You're telling me that's better than Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes. No way. You know what? There's no way. <clears throat> well, Dark Twisted Fantasy was right before that, though, wasn't it? Uh, a couple years, though, because they did Watch a Throne in the middle, and then he also did that featured album that had Click and... Uh, yeah, that, that was like the good music like compilation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So those two albums came out between Dark Twisted Fantasy and... I'm the telling album. you, Yeezus, though. Yeezus is a strong album. I mean, College Dropout, though. Like, It's funny, it's funny you say this, because I just listened to this uh, uh, this girl who gave a speech on... Why white people don't deserve Kanye, <laughs> and literally in the speech she talks about how like white people always go, yeah, I, I love College Dropout 
Kanye, and then she explains why. Because it was listenable. I also think that I also think that category. Yeah, but I also think that Busta Rhymes Genesis is the best rap album in the last twenty years, and people don't agree with me on that. What? Yes. What? Yes. In terms of production, in terms of songs, in terms. Look, man, it's my opinion. I mean, yeah, 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 it is. It's wrong, but it's it's wrong. It's it's unpopular. Oh, <laughs> don't be that way. But like, you don't think you didn't think that all the NERD produced rap shit was a way superior level of production than any of the shit that's coming out right now? No, not necessarily. I mean, NERD is great, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I love them, but I think I think there's some and there's the, a lot I of mean, good the Neptune's stuff. production. I mean, I love the Nep- when the Neptune's came out. I love yeah, the Neptune's was yeah. great, but there's a lot there is a lot of good shit out now. I don't know, man. I don't think so. I, gotta, I, just I think gotta... it's. I think it's become more about like, uh, it's just like th- there's trap music and there's just so, it's all so similar to each other. It is, but like he... I liked Donald Glover's shit that came out a couple years ago. I thought I thought his stuff is great. Oh, his new shit. Have you heard it? Have you heard me and your mama? Yeah. Oh, uh, what's what? He has another new one that sounds just like Prince. Yeah, I think it's me and your mama. Is, is it me and your mama? Okay. Yeah. It's like six minutes <laughs> yeah, long. It's. Like... it's... <laughs> Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But like, I like I like as far as new stuff. I like Lunch Money Lewis. I can't believe he's not getting more of a push than he's getting right now. What you, he's British, though, right? No, no, he's, he's lives in fucking Burbank. He's from Florida. Oh, but he's been a producer on shit forever, and his but his songs are catchy. They're good. They're listenable. Like you like Bruno Mars. Do I like Bruno Mars? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That to me that ah! almost, that to me that almost crosses. <laughs> but to me that almost crosses the other line of being like again too commercial, too regurgitated. The sounds are just right. It's, it's very one note of like. It's a past. I also don't thing. like Robin Thicke for the same reason because I feel like they're just writing out of the same songbooks. For sure. Neptune's produced that too. Pharrell. No, didn't. Yeah. Pharrell. Pharrell yeah, but Pharrell is not the same as Pharrell now is not the Pharrell from fucking lap dance Pharrell. That's a different Pharrell. The what? funny thing about that album with lap dance is when when that album came out, it leaked. Yeah, I remember that. And so what they did was they went back and recorded it with live instruments. Yeah. And it was a, yeah. a group called Spy Mob. Yeah, it was great. No, nah, I didn't like it. You didn't like the live I, I, instruments? No, I, I I've the, always like, loved hip hop stuff with live instruments, man. I mean, and that's yeah, that, I've always heard the sampled version is better. Yeah, sampled is is, but I, I like it both. Yeah, it, it depends. Like now, there's a lot of music that is being played with like live instruments. Like if you Kendrick Lamar, I like Kendrick. You know, I like Kendrick. But I mean, the, the tough thing with Kendrick is so it's so spoken wordish for me. So it's like it's hard <laughs> for me to get. <laughs> it's no, it's just no. It's just, again like oh, I, I love Kendrick. It's a just no, no, it's just very po- it's very poetic. It is poetic, yeah. But I mean, like for me, that's not that that is a different. That's like storytelling comedy versus one liner comedy, right? Like you can like both, but I would never dare say that a guy who's a good storyteller is is a good one liner comic because they're two different art forms. So like, but I just prefer I'll prefer a one liner to a storyteller nine times out of ten. I feel you. You know what I mean. Yeah. So like, I gotta be in the mood to listen to something like Kendrick Lamar. It's it's different ah, when it's Kendrick just Lamar. <laughs> when it's just like, uh, but when it's shit with like good beat. I mean, there's no good beats anymore. So it's fucking just hi hat through the whole track. Is yeah, that what we're going with? My vibe. I'm not He's, trying to kill your vibe. I'm just saying. It's a Kendrick man. Lamar song. I'm just telling. I'm just saying, man. What's the best song the Neptunes ever produced? Josh, go. Uh, you're both wrong. Okay, I, you didn't hear what I was gonna. I say. I know, but you're both wrong. Go. I would probably say mystical. Uh, shake your ass, Chris. Clips grinding. Yeah, that's a good song. No, we're about to listen to the best song. Ah! The Neptunes. 
ever oh, yeah. produced. Oh, yeah. By the way, how great was Noriega? Remember Capone and Noriega? Yeah. I love that CNN, shit. man. Oh, I forgot this is a 90s video, so there's a four and a half minute <laughs> intro. <laughs> it's been so still in it. Yeah. That's my favorite. You found Manuel Noriega <laughs> in the Philippines? <laughs> well, yeah. Where else is he going to be, man? Oh, I love this song so much. And how easy did the chick singing? Like, how the easy was that job? Name me right. anything that bumps like this that came out this year. Not even close. Well, this is like one of the best pieces of music ever made. Right! Dude, the Neptunes were... They were off... Tell me about it. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not disputing you yes. at all. I love the Neptunes. Like, you know why kids don't put systems in their cars anymore? Because this shit don't exist anymore. Remember, when, when I was in high school, if you didn't have a system, you were a piece of shit. Well, people still do that. You just aren't in high school anymore. Oh, okay. Oh, my computer just died. <laughs> <laughs> Well, does that mean that we're not recording either? No, we are recording. Oh, just okay. the just the I forgot to plug the, the entertainment computer, computer thing. The the nep the the Neptune's production blew it up. Yeah, remember Mystical before he fucked all those kids? <laughs> he didn't fuck kids. kids. He raped his hairdresser. hairdresser. Oh, he don't a, be dramatic. He had an Josh. underage hairdresser. <laughs> That's the coolest <laughs> shit I've ever heard of. Child chair hairdresser. That was pretty cool. She, what was she thirteen? That was she was thirteen, right? Probably. Yeah. That's insane. No, he didn't fuck kids. He just no, it was his hairdresser. He oh, raped okay. his hairdresser and then filmed it and then kept the video. Oh goddamn! For the police to find, right? Just because kept... because she stole money from him, and that was revenge. And I think I think his his like security team fucked her too. Yeah, and then he filmed it. Oh my it god! And, and, and he filmed that too. He threatened to. I think he said he was like with blackmail. Yeah, with the video, she didn't give him the money. Actually, I take it back. Danger is better than shake your ass. Danger was. Good. So is that what is that what that song was called? Danger. Remember that song? Danger yeah. was good. Danger was good. The beat in that song is one of my favorite beats of all time. I mean, clips grinding though. That's a yeah, great. That's grinding, great too. Grinding I, is the first time I heard that. I was like, that's a good chill. That's a good chill Ooh. song. I was like, I've never heard anything like. But this I feel like I got spoiled because, like, when I graduated in those first few years of adulthood, there was just so many great albums. Like, Chronic Two Thousand and One came out at that time. Uh, all yeah. the Neptune shit came out at that time. Busta Rhymes Genesis came out. Missy had a fire album. That, it was just like so many great rap. Uh, and then and then it wasn't very long after that. I think it was like 2004 that uh, College Dropout came out. Is Genesis with Break Your Neck? Yeah. Dr. Dre. That's a yeah. Dr. Dre produced track. Yeah, yeah. That's actually. why you got to listen to Big Bang Theory, which is when he was on Aftermath, and most of it's all Dr. Dre produced. Oh, yeah, the Big Bang Theory. Yeah, that's a good one. It's fire. Yeah. Also, a great show. Joking. That show's garbage. <laughs> oh, you think so? <laughs> really oh, the Big Bang Theory? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, it's yeah. Un- that is also unwatchable and unlistenable. Oh, yeah. Very <laughs> much. And super, super successful. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I find myself not finding a lot of new music that I like that is just like that works for me. It's I, still but, out there. But maybe I'm going to look, look for it. Maybe I'm an old man. I'll tell you what I really like. I like that new album from the 1975. That shit is great. I haven't heard it. It's very yeah. 80s influenced. Everything so, right now is very 80s. But influence. I mean, like, in a sense, it sounds like 80s Genesis or Phil Collins. Like, it's it's pretty good. Hmm. I like it. If you like Phil Collins and Genesis. Not that much. I'm just saying there's They're no guitar. There's no guitar in a Beyonce show. And that's where I draw the line. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to pull up a picture. 
Yeah. Oh, is there Kitar in it? Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, I you bet you'll have, find some you Kitar in the Beyonce song. You might have convinced me. All right. We should probably get out of here. We're over an hour. Are we? Does that... Does and that my, uh, my, my notes are now dead that we're on the computer screen. What was it? What was the other? No, there was a there was a bunch of other. I got them in. I got them in oh, front of me. There was the Jay Z title. Yeah, Jay Z title uh, is getting sued because oh the breast milk. Yeah. yeah, they're getting sued over breast milk. I like that you both said Jay Z title story, and I said the breast milk story. <laughs> the breast milk story. Talk about the breast assist. They. I. I. I remember. I think verbatim. Uh, she asked for like a separate room. Yeah. Right? And they were like, nah, just use the bathroom. And she was like, oh, okay. And she was like, no, her. that's gross. Yeah, and then they fired her the next day. Yeah, without explaining why. Yeah, this is also why I don't believe in, like, everyone talks about, like, we got to come up with laws to fix this stuff, or we got to come. It's like, dude, they're going to do whatever the fuck they want, even if it is illegal. And then they just, they'll, they'll, they will forge write-ups for her. The problem is that, I, I was talking with somebody about this before. The problem with situations like that is... There are caps on people are asking me, like, what's the libertarian perspective? Because that's what I consider myself. They go, what's the libertarian perspective on suing people? And I go, well, the problem is that there's caps on punitive damages, because if you completely open it up to where companies could be bankrupted by doing that kind of shit and put it in a jury of peers hands, they wouldn't do shit like that. Yeah. So the number of laws you have in the world of like, well, we got to have a law that protects breastfeeding women. It's like none of that fucking matters unless you have the ability to serve repercussions on the civil side when people break the law and do shit yeah. like that. Right. And we brought that shit on ourselves because of that hot coffee lawsuit. Right, which was totally it, deserved. That everyone woman deserved was like, 10 oh, times what she frivolous got. Frivolous lawsuit. That woman got fucked up by that Well, I'll, I will tell you, to me, like, I feel like the frivolous lawsuit people, the people who hear that story and go, fuck that lady, yeah. uh, are the Trump people. Those are the people yeah. that are just like, it's almost like, they they get angry at the idea that somebody thinks that life is going to be easier for them or, or that they're owed something or whatever. And so they almost posture in a way before getting the facts of like, I'm just going to go this way because it's not what not what people expect to happen or not what should yeah. happen. It's almost like this counterculture mentality that people have of like, oh, she wants money she didn't earn. Fuck her. And it's just like, maybe you should hear the facts. Yeah. You know, yeah, she got skin grafts over that. Shit. Yeah, but and she was and she was old. Yeah, yeah, she was eighty. Yeah, yeah, she was really They old. showed that shit in the documentary. One of the best documentaries yeah. I've ever seen. That, yeah, if you've never seen it, that documentary is called Hot Coffee. But uh, mm, but the fucking great. but the caps on damages. Uh, the fact that in California you can't make more than what is it two hundred twenty five thousand dollars for punitive damages. So if I lose a leg because the fucking Department yeah. of Transportation neglected to properly clean their shit. And something malfunctions and I lose a leg, the most they're exposed for is $225,000. Yeah, and they'll break you that check off and settle out of court immediately and yep. enjoy your one legged life, motherfucker. There's a family in that documentary that they sued this doctor for malpractice because he did, I don't remember what he did, but he basically made their kid developmentally disabled yeah. for life. And they were like, we got $5 million and he's got maybe $500,000 a year in medical bills. And he's eight. Like, right. what happens when he's 18? <laughs> we have to take care of him for the rest of our lives. Yeah, we have. And they gave us enough money to maybe cover him till he's 18. for another 10 years. Until right. he can get that overnight shift at Walgreens. And then, <laughs> and then let's hope that covers his medical. But, I mean, that's the point is, like, all of these civil things that we're fighting for mean nothing if there's no repercussions to companies. That that behave poorly or, you know, people talk about like, oh, the minimum. This is why I'm against raising the minimum wage because you're, you're just incentivizing them to replace their workforce with 
non-human things like right. oh you guys want to pay people twenty dollars an hour fine we'll replace them with a machine like that's that is what's going to happen and we're but, gonna we're but, gonna inflate our way out of jobs but don't you think that uh I, i've heard the argument is that like people want human interaction like yeah. when you go to mcdonald's so like Replacing it with like robots or whatever, some kind of automated thing. I, I did. I people did. people find it impersonal. I like, think people want human interaction when they need it. Like, <laughs> like when I, I, I need to speak to a manager, right, you right. don't want to be on a thing, right? When something goes wrong, you want human right. interaction. But we don't ever think about the things that go right when there isn't human interaction, and we just go, "Oh, that's what I expect." Right. Like that's the way yeah. that it works. So. We say that, but I'll tell you this: if a drone brought me my food from a from a place instead of a person, I wouldn't care. I would. I, I don't want I, drones I th- bringing me my shit. Yeah, drones are scary enough. Oh, I, agree, I agree. I agree, but plus the gel material. But the gr- but a great <laughs> but a great example I can give is like in Australia, some of the and in a lot of they're doing it more in countries where there's multiple languages to deal with. So South Africa, I think, is an area where they're going to do a lot of these. But they'll have these McDonald's ordering kiosks. And essentially, you're able to completely do your own order in any language and tell me that's not more efficient than whatever workforce you get in any country. It's just some things are optimized to be better for machines. Um, But what I'm saying is when you raise the cost of human labor, you incentivize them to dump more money into expediting that crossover. I mean, they have kiosks at Olive Garden at your table, right? You can order appetizers and drinks and whatever. But don't think for a second that they're not training the consumer to fucking use those. So when the minimum wage goes up to $15 an hour, now they cut cut 30 servers. Now they have three food runners and you're ordering all your own stuff through the machine. I mean, so I, I've, I mean, that's my background before comedy was in business operations and optimizing things with systems like that. And I just look at that and go, okay, so in, in 10 years' time, it, we're not going to have any servers. We're not going to have any counter people at places where you're just going in and picking your service or whatever you're doing. All those jobs are going to go away. But that's, that was probably the same argument people had with computers. And it was, I'm sure it was true to some extent, but we adjust. Yeah. Like we'll figure it out. We'll find other shit to do. I've actually yeah, I think so. been to a restaurant. Um, it was created by the guy who created Atari. I forget what the restaurant was called, but it was in the valley where you would, you know, you you go and sit and you. Order Is it called your, Stacked, the uh, burger place? No, because there's a place in L- in California, the cha- chain called Stacked. Th- this was is, like more like for like it was like ki- like kid. Theme. Oh, okay. Like they had video games, but it was like for adults too. And yeah, you would order everything from. Uh, your menu on the screen, and then while you wait, you play games. Most of the time, the food came out wrong. Yeah, especially when you were well, like, "Well, that's your fault." Well, <laughs> you don't know how to use the machine. Well, well, but the thing is, like, when you like had specific like requests, like it, it was too hard to like you know really be like, "Hey, I want extra mayo or whatever," you know. Well, it's like and then ch- someone would come out and bring it to you, and then that was it. Checking out your own groceries, like that. I mean, like. It's getting ridiculous, but that's where we're going. But you know, yeah. But even then, they need people. Like you need people to make sure manning those because we're all stupid, right? And yeah. people can't operate fucking self checkout. Plus, self checkout is like you really buy two things. Yeah, and you're like not going to stand in the fifteen item or like. And every fucking person has because I always count. They always have more than 15. Always. Always. I, I also want to. No one says shit. I actually never have more than 15 because I'm not a fucking piece of no, shit. Same. Yeah. Um, I accidentally walked up to uh, a 15 item or less lane with a basket full of shit 
in the cashier, uh, he just looked at me and shook his head. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, okay, I get it. Yeah, it was an accident. But, right, but right, the problem right. with self-checkout, I do this every time, is I go, well, if I want fruit, I can't fucking do that because what's fruit? How do you do fruit? Fruit's easy. You put it on the thing and you got to Fruit's easy. It's like booze and cigarettes you, gotta you can't s- buy. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Also, like if you look at, there's a number. You just put, type the number in. Shit's easy. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's so funny. It was like when but people were smart. When well, when <laughs> yeah, when people got pissed about the, I can't. Did you? I never. I should have talked to you about this when this happened. And maybe we can do my podcast and we can go into depth on it. But there was a contingent of like comics and stuff that were against sixty four because they're like, I want to be able to grow my own plantation of weed, and it's like you're not going to fucking do that. Yeah, let them industrialize it so that it's the the revenue generating and job creating industry that it's intended to be. Like yeah. you, you want the the pot legal, but you don't want there to be you don't want it to be industrialized. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah. You want to make your own cars too? <laughs> like I understand that the process is vastly different, but not really. There's a lot of process to making yeah. good weed. I, I feel like weed in Denver's not as good though. No, I don't want that to happen here because the weed here uh, is right. glorious. Yep, and Denver, it's not that great. Fucking Denver. But I do think that's where... Home of Warhorse. That Cali weed. Yeah, I do think that is one area where, you know, if if it ends up being the way that he promised in his campaign, that, you know, if there is a focus on getting back to American manufacturing and things like that, that will help the job problem, and that will, that will help prevent the inevitable flip over and the mass unemployment thing that will happen when technology starts replacing a lot of these other more replaceable jobs. Like or when things, he deports millions of Mexicans. Yeah. That's going to leave some holes. They're, they're gone. Yeah, I know. That's never, right. I remember you were telling me that. I never got to ask easy. you this, but did you get any satisfaction of over calling this two years ago? No, I was fucking sad. Like, I didn't want to be right about Trump getting elected. Yeah, but, I was just, but not even like the shitty cunty part of you is like, I fucking laid it out step by step by well, step and did it. Uh, there's a lot of people who told me I was wrong who were. I uh, was. Uh, you told who, me we were in the car and you were like, here's the nine steps. And I was just like. This dude's going to fucking win. <laughs> what I do like is there are a lot of, uh, I guess you would call them my, my uh, peers. Uh, some of them were my coworkers. And I, it's more that I like that they were so wrong as opposed to me being right. Because <laughs> like, that gives me more satisfaction just okay, being able so you to look at individual little... people and go, you fucked up. I'm better at this than you. But I did Trump have an, getting elected? No, I wasn't. I did have about a that. great appreciation for it, though. And in any given Sunday sort of way, it would be like if the Browns beat the Patriots, and you're just like, that—that's what you fucking get for being so confident. <laughs> that's how I felt when he won. I was literally sitting back and just going, like, y'all thought you had this shit in the bag. In the bag, you were doing victory dances and shit. Yep. It's just like you can't fucking afford to do that. Yeah, can't get complacent. But there's two things I think positive. One, I think this will be the first four-year term we've seen in a long time, and two. I think this is the last two-party election we ever have in the United States. Who knows? So, and I think those. I just hope it's not the last election we ever have in the United States, <laughs> right. and we just don't have King Trump for the rest of our lives. Yeah. I don't think the dude really wants the gig. Like, he don't look happy any any time of the day, does he? Yeah, but it, the people around him want him to have the gig. It's like George Bush. Like George Bush didn't run our country. Dick Cheney did. Yeah. And now Stephen Bannon will be running yeah, our country. Steve Bannon and Fuck. Mike Pence. Yeah. That's much worse. That's, yeah. I would have voted for Trump over Steve Bannon. I mean, sure. because it's going to be one of those things where Trump's like, yo, I'm busy. I got, I got my business shit. Pence, can you, like, 
fill in for me. And Pence is like, yeah, man. And I then Trump just that. writes like Mexicans <laughs> on a sheet of paper that says to do, hands it to someone. It's it's Mexicans every day. Just like, <laughs> oh, what's on the agenda today? Oh, Mexicans. The thing that I thought was uncanny was how South Park was literally dead on balls accurate a week ahead of everything that was happening. Yeah. In this season, they were just like, here's what's going to happen next week in America through their fucking story. And it was just like yeah. that. Re- that all really happened. Yay. <laughs> all right. It's a fun one. It's yeah. Be a fun one. We're all over the board on this. episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We we haven't should... see- I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah. It's been a long time. We should probably get out of here, though. We did have one more thing to talk about, which was Record Store Day. They have an exclusive uh, My Little Pony a vinyl release which don't bring bronies into record store day motherfuckers yeah that's that's i'm out that's a really cool culture mashing with a really dumb fandom yeah of record stores (laughs) no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) dumb idiots who listen to albums speaking of which records yeah gremlins Oh yeah, that's pretty fucking right. By the there's, way, there is absolutely no, there's no reason to discuss it because I can't debate that that's not the best Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, Gremlins is the best Christmas movie. I'm not going to hear otherwise. Chris, tell me, Gremlins is the best Christmas movie. <clears throat> wow, what a lovely day! He thinks is. Beyonce is the best Christmas <laughs> movie. <Yeah. laughs> have you have you ever seen a Beyonce Christmas? Duh. Chris, what do you think is the best Christmas movie? Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, Christmas Story is like always the go-to, but for me, Home Alone. That's a good one. Yeah, Home Alone's a good one. Christmas uh, Vacation is Na- one. Yeah, Christmas yeah, oh, Vacation yeah. is great, yeah. too. I'd say Christmas Vacation is my favorite. Like, that's a more tra- comedy, traditional family right, Christmas yeah. movie. I do think Christmas Story is a little overrated. It is, especially when they play it marathon. For 24 hours. 24 yeah, it hours. owns TBS, for, I think, from now until February. Yeah. <laughs> and then it turns yeah. into... Um, Whatever, and, and, and plus it's it's the edited version, and there's commercials like fuck yeah, me. yeah. I think it takes four hours to get through the movie <laughs> when it's airing yeah. on TV. But yeah, I watch Gremlins every every year around this time, at least once. I need to watch watch Gremlins. I was always partial to two for some reason. Yeah, I loved, Gremlins two was great. I loved too. Are you talking about the new batch? Yeah, yeah. yeah I had all batch. the toys from that. It was like the last toys I had as a as a kid. Yeah, yeah, and they're putting out the Gremlins uh, original score on. Double vinyl. Uh, I forgot the name of the company. Yeah, I forget the name of the company. Uh, but. But, and it, it reacts to light and water. Yeah. If you uh, rub it with a damp cloth, all this, like, graffiti shows up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's dope, yeah. Yeah. So I think I'm See, gonna... that's what we need more of. No brony, like. Yeah, we don't need the bronies. Well, I, I do think, that's one thing that's kind of cool is that, in a way, like, the vinyl resurgence has brought packaged media back to where artists can actually make fucking money on their music again. Yeah. By, but you got to do all kinds of crazy, wacky shit. Like, yeah. Me and Jeff are putting our album up. For, on vinyl? Uh, on vinyl. Yeah, so. I would do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Vinyl, I love it. UGK. UGK just put out, uh, on Record Store Day, uh, International Players Anthem featuring Outcast. Oh wow! The Shape of Texas is the vinyl. Wow! And it's and it's the Texas flag. Oh, that's dope. That's amazing. Yeah. Is that and that's coming out on Record Store Day? Uh, well, oh, it came. Oh, for Black uh, Black Friday. Oh, Black nice. Friday did like a Record Store Day. You know, Black oh, yeah. Friday thing. Like I'll still go to Record Store Day. I go every year, but yeah, if there's Bronies there. I'm going to punch one of those motherfuckers. Did you watch that Bronies documentary? Yeah. Oh, man, there's nothing more creepy I've the ever seen. The one where the woman life. gets invited to the festival? 
And she's like, like she. Oh yeah, she the the creator. Yeah, she's like a voice actress on the show. Yes, yes. And she's like, who are these people? (laughs) And she starts like exploring it, and she's like, am I going to go to this thing? These are. I don't know if it's still on my Instagram, but there was a there was a guy on there that was like one of the the major enthusiast guys, like big collector, a big aficionado, or whatever. And he literally looked like Nick Kroll and somebody else made a sexual predator child <laughs> together. And I can't. It was. It's so weird. It was like he looks like a blonde Nick Kroll. Gross. Yeah, I, I'll find it and I'll show it to you. But it's. It was the creepiest. Yeah. That was the creepiest. I don't think I've, my hair has stood on end on my arms through an entire movie. Since yeah, that, that Brony documentary is creepy as fuck. I was just like this. This is Bronies like, are creepy. It's the dumbest thing. Like, it's not just dumb. It's like I don't want a bunch of grown men that involved in a thing that little girls are also that involved in. Well, yeah, I like how I feel like even little girls aren't even into it that much. If you were a little girl and you were at that thing and you saw one of those dudes, you'd be like, "I'm done with this shit." Yeah, like I'm I'm an adult now. You'd be like, "Whose dad are you?" And he'd be like, "I'm no one's dad." (laughs) Yeah, I'm 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 Starbeam Moonlight's dad, and you're just like. I'm I'm grown up now. Friendship is magic. My period. I don't want any friends. I'm out of here. Yeah, my period just started, and I hate <laughs> everything. So that's I'm ready to leave. Oh, fucking bronies, man! All right, we should probably get out of here. All right, this was a long episode. That's I fine. like it. Yeah. Um, does anyone have anything to plug? Chris, do you have anything to plug? Uh, nothing to plug. Uh, I'm taking the rest of the year off. Uh, oh, me too, man. But shout out to Portugal, the man. Um, for having us out on tour. It was fun. Yeah, it was. So, lo- so lo- much that, fun. By the way, that's new music that I like. Yeah, Portugal. I, I never, great. I didn't know about them until you started, to, you know, until I, They're I was so fucking about them great. from you. But yeah, very, very good stuff. Yeah. Um, Anything else, Chris? No, that's it. Cool. Spread cool. love. I think I can promote this at this point, but my new show on Food Network, Ginormous Food, premieres January 6th at nice. 8 p.m. Hey. Yeah. So if you want to see me, you want to see the process of me putting on this last 20 pounds. Yeah. You can tune in and check that out. It's a lot of fun. If you want to see Josh slowly die of coronary disease. <laughs> I'm working on it now that I'm not <laughs> filming. I'm trying to. I, I've been carb free now for three days. So yikes. We'll see how far I get. That is intense. It's hard, man. It's really hard because it's in everything. Oh, yeah. Everything we eat has a carb or two in it. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can't have meatballs because there's breadcrumbs in them. That's why you don't like Beyonce. Because I'm I'm off sugar? Because she's a carb. Yeah. Okay. She's all sugar. Well, you know, lemonade. Mm. All sugar. I love lemonade. I might go eat there after this. Ooh, yeah. There's one close. Oh, yeah, I love that place, too. I don't think I can have anything there now. Maybe their chicken chili I could have. What about the red miso short ribs? Those two, I could have those. <laughs> those are good stuff. I started cooking like a motherfucker at the house, though, because... Oh, really? Yeah, you missed out on that. Yeah, yeah. I did. You left to it. And that, you should have convinced me to do this diet a year ago. <laughs> what else do I have? What do I have? Oh, The Darkest Hour. Uh, oh, yeah. By the way, well, we got, December extend- 9th. we got extended for that. So we are on continuation at Westside for an undetermined amount of time. But nice. But that's good to go. Oh, uh, yeah. December 9th. I've, I have that, too. December 9th, uh, I'm on Darkest Hour. And December 9th, I'm on Jeff's show, Mint on Card. It's, it's, uh, who, who is hosting or who is headlining that night? Joe Dosh. And Ian Edwards is on the December 9th Oh, show. awesome. Yeah. Ian yeah. Edwards is great. So is Joe Dosh. Yeah. That'll be awesome. So come to that. Chill. Uh, Chill. And I think that's it. Cool. All right. Say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris.
Say goodbye, Josh. Bye, guys. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street. Bring a blood object to Bristol Street.